Hi, this is Diva Celebration, and today I had um, an experience with the holiday season being here. Um, I thought this was pretty relevant for everyone to hear about and to maybe consider how they handle these situations. Um, mine wasn't about, you know, returning Christmas presents or or any kind of present situation. Um, I'm, you know, I usually only buy Christmas presents for people who are under the age of 18. So you have to be 17 or younger. I feel that Christmas and, you know, Santa and all that and everything that's built around that presents are basically for kids. And there's so many kids that don't get Christmas presents that you know, I'd rather give to a charity that is giving to uh, kids who might not have a Christmas if you didn't give to that charity. Or I'd rather buy gifts for kids that I know in my life that have, you know, need presents or need things that, you know. And, and most of the stuff that you give to um, kids that are in low-income families or whose families are struggling, which a lot of families are struggling right now, um which is sad when we live in America that anybody is struggling, but, um, you know, most of them ha have just needs, like they need shoes or they need clothes or they need coats or, you know, and that's, you know, what they would rather have, or they need a computer or they need some sort of Wi-Fi service. So they need money for that, or, or they just need cold, hard cash to pay for things that, you know, uh, they need for school. So, I try to do that first. And then I tell all the adults in my life, don't buy me any Christmas gifts because I'm not going to buy any for you. <laughs> I'm just pretty blatant about it. Now, the people who are close to me, um, parents, uh, your significant other, uh, yeah, obviously I'm going to buy something for them. Maybe three or four people in my life, right? But other than that, I tell everybody, don't here's my Christmas gift to you. You don't have to worry about buying me a gift. So I do do that. But today I came across a situation that kind of struck me that we might all be dealing with around this time of year. Um, I have been getting uh, grocery deliveries. I paid for the service. I'm getting the grocery deliveries brought to me. The last, I would say, five or six deliveries, and I was going through Walmart, the last five or six deliveries that I received, either they had a really overbearingly heavy smell of Febreze smelled all over them, and I'm not just talking on the bags, like scented bags, no, 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 no. Literally, my food was sprayed with Febreze. I had grapes, broccoli, strawberries, banana, all sprayed with Febreze. Number one, because they weren't put in bags and closed. So they got this Febreze that had been sprayed over the groceries all over them. Number two, the reason that this person was spraying Febreze all over everything is because... They also had a nasty smell in their car of a mix of mold, mildew, and just dirt. You know how you smell a place, you walk into a, an abandoned house and you smell that? Or you open someone's trunk of their car and, you know, because it's been wet and nasty in there, it smells really bad? 
yeah, that's what was all over my groceries. So it wasn't just Febreze. And then you think about your groceries are rolling around in the back of someone's car. And if they haven't tied the bags closed, all the groceries come out of the car. They come in contact with the full floor of either the trunk or the car where that nasty smell is. Yeah. This happened six or seven times and six or seven deliveries. I have contacted Walmart. Oh, probably more than that in an email on their email. You know, I went in and got their email customer service because I wanted to document that I had been contacting them. I didn't want to make a phone call. I wanted to document. And so, so I had proof that I, from when I started to contact them to the end of when I started to contact them. I kept getting, oh, we're going to take care of this. We're going to refund that order. You know, each time that I would report it, each time I'd report it, I'd say, I don't want this person delivering to me anymore. And if they do deliver to me, I want everything in a box before you give it to them to deliver. Because I'm, I'm thinking the people who do the grocery shopping at the store aren't the same people delivering, right? If they are, then that's a problem. But I'm thinking someone gets the order together at the store and then they bring it out and put it into the delivery person's car. So, um, the fact that this person had been spaying, spraying Febreze, and we're talking, it wasn't just spraying underneath or on the bags. The Febreze was in the food. It was on the food. It was inside the bag. Like if there were bottles of things inside the bag, it was all over that mixed with this mold, mildew, dirt smell. And it was just all over the grocery. I had to throw away all of the food. And the only thing I kept from those orders were things that were in bottles. You know, like protein drinks that were in bottles or milk that was, was in bottles. That's pretty much all I order that's in bottles. You know, I, I order cranberry juice. But, you know, I had enough cranberry juice. I'll usually order several uh, cranberry juices and put them in the, uh, in the refrigerator as I'm emptying out the last one. Anyway... And I do that because I don't ever put any plastic bottles in the refrigerator. I have metal bottles or glass bottles that I pour my stuff in. Because if you put plastic into heat or cold and it changes the temperature within 10 to 15 degrees, that's when um, plastic leaches into your liquid. All those chemicals, those dangerous chemicals leach into your, li your liquids. So I take it out of the plastic and I put it into, I mean... I, I'm hoping I'm avoiding something, but anyway, that's why we should stop using plastic because plastic is leaches chemicals into your, your drinks and into your foods. That's cancerous. And they've been talking about this for over 40, 50 years. The Mayo Clinic has been warning about it for over 30, 40 years. So anyway, so all of the stuff that was either in, you know, liquids that were in plastic bottles or, uh, so that was milk and some protein drinks that I had. The rest of the groceries, and we're talking over 200, sometimes 250, 200 to $250 worth of groceries that I would get delivered. I'm throwing away everything except for the stuff that's in bottles and cans, right? Which is pretty bad because I eat a lot of fresh fruit and I eat a lot of fresh vegetables. I don't do canned vegetables. So I've got broccoli and cauliflower and, and carrots and, you know, I've got uh, uh, spinach and all this stuff that I order. It's fresh from, you know, the garden and I'm throwing all that stuff away. I'm throwing, 
throwing away strawberries and grapes and bananas and all kinds of things. Because this has got smell on it and I don't know what it is. I, I don't know who this person is who's delivering to me. I'm not really sure how dirty this stuff is. And here's the real kicker. Even after I threw the groceries away, the bags that were left behind smelled so bad that my whole house start, was smell, smelled of it. I had to take the bags out instead of recycling them, which is what I always do with the plastic bags that they bring. I take them back to the store and recycle them. I had to throw them away. I had to throw them in the garbage. They stunk so bad my whole house smelled. I have like a little back room that I that isn't insulated. It's not heated or air conditioned or anything. It's just kind of a little foyer that you walk in and out from outside. You know, those little rooms that, you know, you take your boots off in and, you know, older houses have those. And I put it back there and that room, even in the cold, smelled like this stuff. I mean, I'm starting to wonder, okay, how many mold and mildew spores did this person bring into my home? <laughs> I, you know, it was, it was disgusting. And, and it smelled like Febreze. And then when I complained about the Febreze smell, this person stopped spraying this Febreze on it. And then it just smelled disgustingly. They kept sending that person back. Even though I complained on every single order and said I never wanted that person to come back and deliver to me, they kept sending them back. I requested that my groceries always be put in boxes from here on out so that if anybody's car is disgusting, the boxes can stay outside as all, you know, for all I care. I can open the box up and bring the groceries in, right? And leave the boxes outside and take them to the recycling bin didn't do that either. So they continually kept sending the same person to deliver, even though I was complaining about it. And I, like I said, I think the person had been, had, had many complaints about how the grocery smelled because they were literally taking Febreze and spraying it on, uh, the, uh, and above the groceries to get rid of the smell. And it was so sickeningly much of Febreze on the groceries that it made me sick to my stomach. You know, I, I could barely breathe when I was carrying. And then when I carried the groceries in, if it touched my clothes or my body anywhere, that smell, both the Febreze and the mold mildew was on my skin, was on my clothes. I had to wash, I had a dress on one time when I brought the groceries. I had to wash that dress three times to get that mold, mildew, Febreze smell off of my, my clothes. Three times! And I had to take showers a couple times to get the smell off my skin. It was bad. So, the fact that I reported this person, I told Walmart not to let them deliver to me again, and they just kept letting them deliver to me, and I had to continually keep throwing my food out, reporting it, telling them I needed a refund for all the items I had to throw out six times. I might have been seven. I'm not sure. I lost count because I really thought they were going to do something about it and they didn't. Emails back and forth. I mean, I have a whole slew of emails to show the proof that I, I reported this over time. So I eventually today decided I'm going to call them because I don't have hardly any food in my house right now because I've had to throw everything out 
And those orders that I've been trying to order keep coming in smelling and I keep having to throw them out, right? I have no food. (laughs) I have the protein drinks, I have the milk, and I have a couple canned stuff. That's about it, you know? So, uh, and, you know, it's the holidays and we had this sub-below zero temperatures, so nobody was going anywhere. So I was stuck. I had to, you know, live on what I had. So... Anyway, so I called today. I called the Walmart um, customer service line today. And just a a key for that, when you call in, you know, they keep saying, well, tell us what this is about. Tell us what this is about. Well, you know what they're going to do. They're going to say, what's your order number? What do you want to return? I don't know. You know, they're going to go through this whole automated computer thing when really all I want to do is talk to somebody because emailing them over and over again and getting a response is not helping. You know, I'm getting, I'm all I was getting was, Oh, we'll refund that. And I need more information. You know, every time I would say, I need you to get this person not delivering to me. Well, I need more information. You know, that would be their canned response, right? I don't know if that's, that's a, a bot doing that or if the people are just trying to avoid dealing with the situation because they don't want to have to deal with the situation, the customer service people. And I can understand they probably get complaints 24-7. Okay, because it's a countrywide, worldwide store, Walmart. So I finally called in and just kept saying customer service, customer service, until they put me through to customer service. And so I did get a person, and I explained to this guy what was going on, and he helped me. He refunded all the groceries that needed to be refunded, made sure that they were all refunded. Um, He contacted the store and told them about the person who was doing the delivery and how this had happened several times. He was literally grossed out by the fact that I was telling him about the smell and what it was like. And he said, I asked him, I said, this ever happened before? He said, his mom had actually had that happen to her, that the, the fruit and the vegetables all smelled of mold and mildew from the person's car. And the other thing that I had done when I was contacting um, Walmart is I said the one thing that they could do if they want to keep this person on their delivery staff is once a week they could have, they, Walmart themselves could pay for that person's car to get cleaned. It would be worth them doing that if they wanted to keep this person on their delivery staff. If they're having a hard time finding people that will deliver, then pay to have that person's car cleaned at a cleaning service like that they will go in there and detail clean it it would be worth it for walmart to do that to keep this person delivering all week long and then maybe it might teach this person to be a little cleaner you know i mean who knows maybe it's the floors of this person's car and they're throwing everything on the floor and they're not remembering that you know when you put your snowy feet and whatever into the car and that was that was my other concern is this you know it's the smell like this because they have dogs and their dogs are peeing on the floor and they're not cleaning it and now it's all over my my food right so all those concerns came out and i know that some people don't clean out the trunks of their car when they should cuz you get mold and mildew back there And if their car is leaking into their trunk for some reason, through a window or whatever, that water going in there causes motor mildew. If you know where it's leaking, put something in there to catch the water, and then every time you stop, open the trunk and dump it, you know, until you can get it fixed. But you got to catch that water, you know? 
Anyway, or what you can do is you can put a plastic tarp down so that when you put people's groceries in your trunk or anything in your trunk, it's not going to get come in contact with that smell. You know, tie it off at different sections. Anyway, I suggested that they should get the person's car clean so that they don't have this problem anymore. Anyway, I didn't get any response. That's why I called this person. And I told him the same thing, you know, suggest that they get the person's car cleaned if they want to keep them on the delivery staff. Obviously, I told, like I told the customer service person, and I've said this already, this person has been reported or they wouldn't be spraying Febreze all over their car to cover up the smell. They've already been reported by several other people. And, and, you know, if they're carrying this mold and mildew into everyone's house, and not to mention, um... The fact that we have COVID, RSV, we have all of these things going around, you know, the different levels of COVID and the variants. And, you know, if this person is not a clean person, they could be causing major catastrophes by spreading COVID, RSV, and who knows what else, right? And so that's all these things were going through my head. And I said, you know, when I said, don't send this person to my house, they should have listened. You know, they shouldn't have sent that person to my house anymore. So the um, customer service person agreed with me, documented all that, sent it off to the store to tell them what was going on because I've tried to call the store, the actual store that I get my orders from, and no one ever answers that freaking phone at the store at Walmart. And I understand they're probably understaffed. I understand they're probably busy this time of the year, but they should have somebody answering that phone. They should pay someone who answers the phone and helps people, you know, two or three people, at least on that phone. It's important, you know, and I know there's a lot of custom, uh, a lot of companies that are trying to get away from having people call on the phone because people can get pretty nasty and they're trying to do it all through email or through, um, chat on the website, but that doesn't help things. You know, um, it's better to have a person to call. And I know, again, I realize people call up and are nasty and yell and scream, but, it's better to do that than to make people even more frustrated because they can't get a hold of a person. And me trying to do it through email hasn't helped at all. The only time I got any help is when I called customer service and dealt with this guy. Well, before the end of the phone call, you know, he was chatting back and forth with me. He was telling me as he was processing, like, there's six orders I had to get money back on. Six orders of things that I threw away, right? So he had to process all that refund for me. So, um, and I was honest and told him what I kept and what I didn't keep, you know. But I also told him that that was the other thing. Not only did the bag smell, not only did my house smell, not only did I smell and had six showers and my clothes have to be washed. But when I put stuff into that little back room, because I thought, well, it's outside, the cold will kill the smell. Nope, that whole back room stunk of that stuff. I literally had to take everything out to the garbage to get rid of that smell. It was awful. <laughs> awful. I I would be going down the steps and I could smell like even if I had two or three bags that I accidentally left in the house and was using them just to put maybe garbage in in a can or something. I had to take those bags out of my garbage can and take them outside because they it, they smelled of mold and mildew so bad. And I finally got the last bag out to get rid of the, the, the smell. And it, it all had to go in the garbage. I, and I think what upsets me the most is I recycle those plastic bags and I had to throw them away. 
really bothered me that I had to do that. But I don't want to put these into a bin and have that smell get all over the other bags and they might throw them all, the whole recycling bin that they have at the store away. So, I, after I was done talking to this guy and, you know, we kind of talked back and forth about what he'd experienced, what I experienced, um, before he hung up, he told me, he actually thanked me, thanked me for being the nicest, most gracious, most kindest customer that he has talked to in a long, long time. And he thanked me for that. And I found that really profound that I called up, I just had six orders refund, refunded. <laughs> and we're talking a lot of money on each order because I had to throw away a lot of food. And we're talking fresh food because I order fresh food that's not cheap, right? Because weirdly enough, they charge more for healthy food than they do for uh, canned and bagged processed foods. But, um, um, so I threw a lot of that stuff away. So it was pretty high refunds that was getting put back into my account. And he still said that to me. He's like, you know, I really appreciate the fact that you've been so kind. You've been so gracious. You've been, you know, and he's like, you know, there's a lot of people that just don't react this way. And I even said during the, um, during the process of all this, I said, you know, I feel bad because I know this person is probably this delivery person is probably trying to make a living and they're trying to pay their bills and they're trying to get by and they're struggling. And this might be the only job that they were able to find. And here I am reporting them. I feel bad. I feel really bad about this, but you know, they've been warned obviously, which is why they're using this Febreze to cover up the smell. They know they need to clean up their car and they're not doing it. So how much Febreze are they paying for when they could be paying for cleaning products to clean their car? You know, they could be alleviating the issue rather than making it worse. So a part of me feels bad that this person's going to get in some big trouble obviously not enough trouble because they were reported and that's why they were using the Febreze obviously right but I feel bad about it but then on the other hand like I said they're using the Febreze so the, the Walmart is not kicking them off their delivery service they're letting them continue to deliver to people even though that they know this is an issue which that's concerning you know that Walmart knows that this is this nasty issue that could affect people, that their food is literally being sprayed with toxic Febreze and they're ingesting that if they eat that food, right? I actually took the grapes out of the bag once and I put them in and I rinsed them off. I thought maybe I could rinse that smell off. And I picked up a grape from the middle of the bunch, like where it probably should have been covered. There's the first grape I grabbed. And I put it up to my mouth to, to, to eat it. And I could smell the mold. I could smell the mildew. I could smell the Febreze. And that's when I said, I can't eat anything that's in here because it's all disgusting. I can't even rinse it off if I try. It's just disgusting. And so I had to throw all that stuff away. So that's just how bad it is. People are probably ingesting Febreze, which is toxic, has toxic cancerous causing chemicals in it. And, you know, if I want it to get nasty, I could go get a lawyer right now and sue the frack out of Walmart for what they're allowing to happen. You know, I probably should. 
but this, this podcast is twofold. You know, I'm warning you about the situations that Walmart's going through. They have done nothing about this person who obviously, you know, was spraying Febreze on my groceries from the time they started delivering to me in the first six orders until the end when they weren't doing it anymore. It just smelled nasty. So that's six orders. How long has this been going on? And how many times has Walmart allowed them to deliver in an eight-hour day to all these people and have Febreze and mold and mildew and nastiness all over people's garbage or all over people's um, uh, um, food? I mean, literally, this smells like there's garbage in there, you know? So, and then how many of these people aren't saying anything because they're shut-ins? You know, older people who can't get out. Or they're um, um, people who are in wheelchairs or, you know, whatever. Or they're low-income people who are afraid to say anything because they already feel bad enough that they're on food assistance or whatever. I mean, how many of these people are just not saying anything? And, and the few of us that do speak up, Walmart's going, well, only a few people have complained about them, so let's just let it go. You know, not enough people have complained about the issue. But then hearing it from this customer service person saying that his mother had experienced the same thing as well, and they live clear across the other side of the country. So it's, it's something that's happening, and Walmart is letting it happen. And really, to uh, appease their customer service and to, to appease their image, that, like I said, the best thing they could do is to tell these people, listen, we're going to clean your car. We're going to take it to this place, and we're going to have it cleaned so it doesn't smell. You can continue to deliver it for us, but every week you have to take your car to this detail place and get it cleaned. And really, that would probably be a good idea since they're constantly delivering groceries. You know, they probably need to get their cars cleaned (laughs) because they've got groceries in them constantly. Anyway, but I just thought it was ironic that this guy thanked me for being gracious, thanked me for being kind, thanked me for being um, giving and, and positive and not yelling and screaming at him, basically, you know, and not being so upset. And he just thanked me for being patient. So I guess what I've gotten out of this is, you know, which I've already known this for years. I used to work in retail and customer service myself. Be kind to these people. They didn't do to you what has been done to you. When you call in to complain or to lodge an alarm or whatever, the person on that phone has done nothing to you. (laughs) They're there to help you. That is their job. They are customer service. That's what they're supposed to do. They're there to help you. You don't have to be nasty to them. You don't have to take it out on them. And you don't have to scream and yell at them to get them to do what you want. You know, stay calm, stay patient, repeat yourself a few more times if you have to, to get it through to them that they better help you, you know, and that you need this help. And, you know, hopefully you get lucky enough to get a customer service person that will actually do something about it, which I, when I was emailing, wasn't getting that help. People were just blowing me off. Uh, a couple times I had my money refunded, but they were just blowing me off. And I, um, I, I decided that, well, okay, 
It's easy when you're on a chat. It's easy when you're in an email to just blow people off. I've actually had been in a chat and people have disconnected me from the chat because they didn't want to deal with the issue when I, when I've done called contacted for customer service at other businesses, they'll just cut you off because they don't want to deal with you. And I used to work at, um, a call center for a clothing place. And that's what some of the people I worked with would do. And then that customer would call back and then I'd get them. I get the person that they just hung up on and I'd have to placate that person and, and make sure that they were okay. And by the end of that phone call, that person wanted to call my manager to tell my manager what a great person I was and how, how much I helped them and how someone else had cut them off. So I ended up getting acknowledged over and over again and the other people were getting in trouble for hanging up on people. So um, be kind to people when they actually are trying to help you. Don't yell and scream at them. You know, they're trying to figure out a way that they're allowed to help you within the system that they've been told they're allowed to help you. Because sometimes they are only allowed to do so much without management approval, etc. So remember to be kind, remember to be patient, remember to be um, thorough and stay calm and be nice to these people. Because they're trying to help you. And they will help you when you do. Like they say, you catch more flies with sugar than you do with vinegar. Right? So when you got vinegar coming out of your mouth, nastiness coming out of your mouth, people want to hang up on you. But if you're kind and considerate, they want to help you. And just, you know, keep repeating that you need help with something. This has been Diva Celebration. Happy holidays. And go out there and be kind to everyone. <laughs>